Hey guys! Before we begin, one of the things we most often hear from our listeners is how hard it is to find an agent. If this is something that you are struggling with, go to ispeakla.com and download our free agent guide today. There's absolutely no shame in not having an agent, but we really, really want to help you get one. So go to ispeakla.com and grab your free agent guide now. Hey, Jen. Hey, Jen. <laughs> How are you, my friend? I am so good, my friend. It's good. so good to see you. I know. It's good to see you, too. I'm so excited. Oh, my God. I've been thinking about this and just really, really looking forward to today. King Vader. I know. What an incredible I know. human. I know. I, mean, I know. For anybody out there listening that that isn't familiar with his work, which we were so excited to to help you become familiar with his work. Um, King Vader is an amazing content creator who has had the incredible achievement of having his content go viral on multiple social platforms. He's also an actor and a director and just an all around cool artist. Yeah, and I'm I'm excited too because what I love the most about his videos, I just have to throw this in here, mm-hmm. is they're so not only are they so good, they mm-hmm. make you feel so good. He mm-hmm. brings so much joy to mm-hmm. his work and thought and it's just going to be so great to to sit down and hear how his process what it is, like how he actually thinks of everything he does. Well, I agree. And I think in a world where actors and directors and everybody's being told to create their own stuff, here's somebody who's actually done it and done it really successfully. So how lucky for us to get to, you know, hear about how he does that. I know. Yeah. Vader, we can't wait. <laughs> Yay. Tell me, tell me, my friend Camille, tell me about you while we wait. Give me like an LA thought or thing or something you've been up to or thinking about. Okay. I thought you were going to ask me, you know, what I did this morning, but we can definitely go to the LA place. Um, Well, you know, it never fails Mm. to hit me this time of year, Mm -hmm. uh, how hot it is in the fall in LA. Those those moments where you're just Mm -hmm. like, I cannot stand this heat. Mm Mm-hmm. any longer. And I think we talk about this multiple times. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> it's like weather is such a topic of, con- I'm so fascinated by weather, you know, like the fact yeah. that we can have this conversation over and over, but you and I have both decided that by the time we get to October, October 31st, we, October 31st yep. is when the weather officially changes That's right. and we're not dying in heat. So That's right. Looking forward to that. I am too. And it's such a good thing to remind our fellow Angelinos and people coming here. You you think, you know, September comes and you kind of think like, okay, it's going to start cooling off. And then October and you're starting to get kind of irritated. But we all have to just accept the date is October 31st. Yes, which I think is kind of cool because coincidentally, Vader always does something special so the weather changes and then vader gives us something wonderful to watch so i think yeah. it's gonna be a good it's gonna be a good halloween season this year right a spooky spooky weekend i love it i love it <laughs> how old were you when you moved to the la area 21 where did you move from Maryland. 
Did you know anyone when you first moved here? Yes. What was your first job in LA? Creating content. Cool. (laughs) What was your initial impression of LA when you came? It's very fast and busy. Mm Mm-hmm. And how long did it take you of living in the LA area until you started to feel like it was your home? Felt honestly instantly. So, yeah. Really? That's That's amazing. Yeah. (laughs) Uh, If you had to sum up LA in one word, what would it be? Um, I I don't know. Dreams. Yeah. Uh, Dreams. Dreams. I love that. Thank you. Yeah, that's a perfect word. King Vader, we are so excited that you're here with us today. Thank you so much for for talking to us. Hey, thank you guys for having me. I really appreciate it. We've been really, really, really looking forward to this. I I just am very excited to hear your thoughts on, on many things. But what I'd love to start with is just what we always start with is the beginning. So how did you get started? Um, did you always know that you wanted to act, produce? This is something that you wanted to do growing up. What What are your beginnings? Well, for me, uh, my beginning definitely, like, you know, um, I was born in Chicago. And then um, I moved from Chicago uh, when I was like seven years old. And then I came to Maryland. And uh, once I came to Maryland, I met my older cousin who's on my mom's side and, um, you know, my mom's nephew. And uh, his name is Ryder Boy. And uh, right now he's currently uh, managing me, which is actually interesting with this story. So he's actually the first person who uh, kind of pushed me towards a goal. Because, you know, when I was young, you know, life was just like everything's innocent and happy. And, you know, I don't really know what I want to do. I just want to go outside and have fun. And like, you know, I, I met him and he was like, you know, hey, I like to film. Would you like to be a part of my films? Like, you know, my little short videos. I'm like, yeah, sure. So this entire summer, me, my younger brother and him just spent like the whole summer just filming like these short videos. And then at night, like I would, uh, after we film, like at night, I would watch him on the computer and he'd be editing and I didn't know how to edit. So I'm just sitting there like watching him. Like, I'm kind of like, you know, like falling asleep, but like, he's, he's kind of like everything we was doing here was kind of prepping me for me to be doing my own thing in the future. But I didn't even know it. You know, it was like, I was subconsciously learning how to edit. I was subconsciously learning how to stay up them late nights to finish a project. So, you know, um, that, that's kind of like, uh, where the passion started because, uh, later that after that summer, I moved away and we lived in our own home and, once I got to my house, I realized the most fun I've ever had was being in front of a camera, editing and all that. So then there was this app called Vine that had dropped, you know, it's a six second app. You make a video in six seconds, you make people laugh. And, um, you know, on there, before I even hopped on there, I used to want people in my school and around me to call me Vader. You know, I was just obsessed with Dark Vader. And like, I just wanted people to call me Vader. I wanted a nickname, but I didn't realize like to get a nickname, you know, you gotta, you gotta earn a nickname. Like people just don't call you a nickname. It's like, it takes time, you know? And I didn't realize that. So I was on Vine and there was a point where I had to make a decision between being a, uh, a viewer and then a creator. And that decision happened when I uh, saw this creator, his name was King Batch. 
And, um, you know, he was just killing it. Like this man was like just putting out constant heat after constant heat. And he was just pushing like the envelope for a creator. And I was like, wow. And this is how the name started. Um, I looked at this man. And I was like, if he could be King Batch, I could be King Vader. And then the legacy started from there. And then, um, you know, Vine shut down after I had hit like half a million followers and, you know, I was on the, I was on this come up and then like, you know, it all ended. And even right there, I had to make a decision. I had to decide like, you know, my goal has always been not in social media. It's always been like, I want to become a, a director, an actor. So it's like, this is a goal that goes past social media. So it was like, just because this app had died, doesn't mean like, I, my goal and my dream dies with it. It means like I have to keep pushing for that goal or it was never a goal at all. So um, I hop over to Instagram with the same type of mentality. Like, you know, uh, I'm going to, I'm going to do this. Like I'm going to push, I'm going to drop dope content. And that's exactly what I did. And, you know, we kept pushing, we kept pushing. And then I hit that million followers on Instagram. So I thought it was going to happen on Vine, but it actually happened on Instagram and then it happened on YouTube. And then, you know, everything just kept getting better and better. And, here we are today. I I have a I just want to I mean that's incredible. Like that journey is just and it's so inspiring. So I have a couple follow-up questions. One is I know that you started very young with your cousin. How old were you exactly when you began to create content? So I think since I moved around seven, I feel like we I've really started creating content around like it was between the age of seven or eleven. And it started wow. as young as that. And, you know, we just kept pushing and pushing and pushing. And, you know, one thing a lot of people have to understand is like, you know, they see like the high quality cameras now and, you know, the the stabilizers and all that. But it's like it didn't start like that. You know, we started with like an iPod, a phone like, you know, it, it wasn't we didn't start off where we are now. It, it took a lot of failures. It took a lot of losses it took a lot of like self investments to get to this point and like that's why i feel like we're in the position that we are in right now because we took a bet on ourselves and that's why you know we're here i think what you're mentioning there's there's a few things that you're talking about and i i do think people see other people at a certain level of success and they forget about all the moments before that took to get to that place mm -hmm. and and something that I think a lot of actors struggle with is that kind of up and down within this business and that belief in, their, in themselves that they can keep going and that they can persist despite the odds. Um, and I think it's, it's clearly a very wonderful attribute that you have to have started this at such a young age, to have said, this is my goal. Now Vine has shut down. That's okay. I'm going to hop over here because what is my actual goal? And that takes a lot of thought. And I'm wondering if you can tell us um, give give advice as to how to continue to persist despite the rejection, despite you know things coming in your way. H how do you keep going? Like, what is something that you have done in your own life to keep continuing on? Um, well, with me, it's been a lot of. Uh, I had to really learn uh, self belief. Like, I had to learn to really believe in what I was trying to achieve. And it's like, you know, if you have a dream, if you have a goal, you know, how do you expect other people to believe in it 
if you don't. You know, you have to be the first person to believe in the dream before anyone else can even imagine it becoming like, you know, a possibility. So it's like, you know, I feel like I see that dream, that goal I'm after becoming a reality. And because that, I fight for that so hard. And like, um, you know, there's always doubt. There's always like people telling me like I can. And, you know, even to this point, like, you know, uh, I just did this big collaboration with uh, Netflix and that was like really amazing. And like, you know, we're going to do some more stuff. But it was like, that was never in, like for the people who doubted me, they never saw those, like those cards in my in my deck. Like they, they was like, they'd probably never even think me and Netflix would ever collaborate ever. But it was like, for me, that's something that I always imagining happening at some point. And it was never a idea that couldn't happen. So it's like, you have to really know what you're capable of and you have to really run with that, you know, and you, you can't let the people who doubt you or tell you like, you know, you can't let anyone else tell you what's possible for you. You know, you know, your limits and even your limits can be surpassed because it's you. So it's like, you know, <laughs> you, you just, it's really about self-belief. And like, I feel like, um, a lot of people, like even sometimes parents do it, but not on purpose. It's really just to like, protect their kids. Cause at the end of the day, our parents just want the best for us. You know, they just want what makes sense, at least for them. Like, you know, uh, you want to become like an artist or something, but to your parents, that might not sound realistic. What sounds realistic is like going to college and, you know, becoming a doctor or a lawyer or, you know, whatever, you know, cause that's like, that's realistic. And that's like, that can be guaranteed, you know, it's principles. It's, it's guaranteed. You go to college, you get the, you know, you get your degrees, you get everything in place, and then you become a doctor. It's guaranteed. But like something like chasing art, chasing film, dancing, uh, acting, uh, becoming a famous stand-up comedian, like these are things that people think are unrealistic. And it's like, it ha <laughs> it's like as long as you believe that you can achieve these things, it's like these things can actually become reality. And like, you know, my best advice for those people is to really, really believe in themselves because that's where it starts. You have to believe in it before anyone else can. I think that's just such great advice. We, we hear that from other actors sometimes about, they've said it also in ways like you have to, you have to show the world what you do. You know, I think a lot of actors, and myself included, I've certainly done this. You, you sort we all we're, we're kind of like waiting for somebody to give them a, a chance, you know, to give us a chance. And what what we really love about you and why we were so excited to talk to you today is that you didn't wait. You said like I'm going to show everybody what I do, and then you know if you want to kind of come along for the ride, great. So I love that about um, the self belief. I I'm so glad that you. Um, talked a little about people's families because I was actually going to ask you that because that's something that we hear from young actors a lot is um, just the sort of the struggle with, uh, you know, my not not my parents don't support me, but maybe they don't understand this. Or I mean, how many of us have family members that have, have been connected to the business? Probably not very many. Um, so other than your cousin, was there anybody in your family that had worked in entertainment and and also, I guess my question is, were they, you know, was there concern, let's say, about you well, you going into this? 
no one has really like worked in the business like me and my cousin because mm-hmm. we opened up the doors that you know our family didn't even think were like was possible and um you know that just came from like just a determination like we've been saying this since we were kids at, at cookouts and now it's like you know we're here and we're actually doing the things that we just talked about but um there was a lot of concern in the beginning especially with me like you know, <laughs> I'm like this kid, like even in my high school, running around with like a phone in my hand and trying to record videos for Vine and stuff like that. And, you know, my mom and, you know, my dad, all they went was for me to play basketball because, you know, I'm, I'm, I'm like 6'3", six, 6'2". Six, and it's like, you know, you, you got to use your height, you know, play basketball, boom, bam. And the thing <laughs> is, I wanted to make my mom happy so much that, you know, I tried, you know, I went to the tryouts and, you know, I, I went to the workouts. I did the thing, but it was just like deep down inside, it wasn't for me. And I feel like people ignore that feeling to make other people happy. And it's mm-hmm. like, you have to realize like your self happiness is like key. And it's like, if you, if you find what you love, you need to chase that. Don't chase like this expectation that, people are setting for your happiness or for their happiness. Like, you know, at the end of the day, you doing something for someone else to make them happy isn't making you happy and it's not going to make them happy because you're not happy. So it's like, you know, um, I tried, you know, I tried in, you know, I was, I was chasing that, you know, I wanted to make my mom proud, you know? And then it's like, okay, but like, maybe I can make my mom proud by doing this, you know, but I really have to do it. Like I can't, go 50 50 I gotta go 100 mm-hmm. percent so I started to find time to film in between classes and you know even when I uh went off to college I, I was filming in classes like I was just I found any time I could even when I went to you know and I was working you know <laughs> I even filmed videos at my own job like it was just like this is how persistent I was like I I, I couldn't stop and like um I remember this is the changing point for me and my mom uh, so there's this one video I dropped called, um, uh, when they ask you, do you have any special talents? And there's this video where I go into a job interview and they ask, you know, do I have any special talents? And I take a water bottle and I flip <laughs> up <in> slow motion <laughs> and everyone, like the whole room is like going through this shock wave and I'm walking out in slow motion. And like, when I posted it on Vine, I didn't think nothing of it. But then it started to like go viral, viral. And this is probably one of my first vir- viral videos. And like, it's just blowing up on Vine. And I'm like, whoa, okay, well, I, I made a good video. That That's cool. So then I post it on Instagram, it's blowing up there. Post it on Twitter, it's blowing up there. And then this is the first time I went on social media. And this is like the first time I ever felt like going viral because I started to see my video on every meme page. Like it was everywhere. Like Daquan, the shade room, the news. People's like, yeah, your video's on the news. I'm like, the news? <laughs> my video's on the news. And then um the biggest point was uh someone told me they was like, yo, your video's on um Comedy Central's Tosh Point I'm like, come on. Wow. I'm like, it's not on Tosh Point Because I like I watched the show. So I'm like it's not on Tosh Bueno. Then they sent me the episode. I watched it and I was like, okay. So I pull up the episode and I bring my mom in the living room. Oh. <laughs> I'm like, mom, I need you to look at this. <laughs> I play the video and she sees me on TV filming like my video. And 
it was just something about that moment because after that, she didn't say anything about basketball. <laughs> just, we, was, we was here. Like, we understood, like, this is the goal and this is what I'm going for. And I'm glad that she gave me that that space to do what I needed to do. And now she's, like, she supports me so heavily and I just, I love it. It's, mm. it's really, it, it helps even more when your loved ones around you are actually rooting for you. And I yeah. feel like that could help so many people if people just trusted people, you know, just trust them, mm-hmm. you know? So, yeah. It's on a, on a much smaller level. That story actually reminds me of my mom. And I mm-hmm. remember when she saw me in this production, I was in this studying abroad. I was in London. She came to see the production and she came to me after the show and she was like, oh my God, you were actually good. I was so worried that I was going to so I felt like I didn't know what I was going to say. That you were bad. And I was like, Wow, I had no idea you were so worried. <laughs> but it reminds me a little bit of that. I mean, on a, on a completely different yeah. level. Um, I want to ask you, uh, what, what I find fascinating is just in terms of how you even came to your name, King Vader, yeah. and then how you create your content. Like that, that progression that you made, because I think a lot of people wonder, where do I begin? Like, what do I think of to do? And something that you do really well that I really love, and, and it's it's so interesting hearing you talk to us because I can hear it in how you speak, is what you create is really thoughtful, it's really funny, and it's it's really good, but it also makes you feel good. And there's mm-hmm. a lot on social media that just does not, it, it doesn't feel good, it doesn't really have a message, and your stuff clearly has a message, and I'm sure that that has changed over time as you thought of like, how do I create, and also connected it back to like what works and what doesn't. And I'd love to hear a little bit about that process for you. So with me, I, I put a lot of uh, hard thinking into everything I create. Um, you know, with me, uh, I have this saying, my next video will be my best video. It's like, I don't go out to like, you know, just keep like posting. Like I try to push myself to the next limit every time I post something like, you know, I want people to see the progression. That's why I don't even, you can go on my Instagram and like all the way at the bottom, you see my old photos and a lot of people, they delete it. They want their page to look like clean in a certain way, but it's like, I want people to see where I started from because mm-hmm. like I respect my beginning and I respect my journey. Mm-hmm. A lot of people are worried about the destination, but they're not worried about the journey to get there. And it's, you know, I want, I want my story to like inspire someone, you know, cause I feel like inspiration is some of the greatest things about life. You know, it's mm-hmm. like the reason why I'm doing the thing I'm doing is cause I've been inspired by like uh, actors and, directors and even anime and and cartoons and video games like i'm inspired by all this stuff marvel movies like you know so it's like i'm just this kid with all this inspiration and this goal and i'm like i'm pumped up by this stuff now i really want to make this goal happen because like maybe this journey could inspire the next person over and it's like that's i feel like uh something i want to personally accomplish but like um yeah when it comes to like my creations it's like it's everything I do is, is is really thought out to even every shot I make. Like I have this uh, comic book over there and it's like an empty canvas. And I literally I draw out every shot that I film. 
So sometimes I'll post like behind the scenes and I'll hold up and it looks like a comic book. And it's literally like you're seeing the frame from the video in the, the whole thing. It's like like my entire process is I feel like completely different than a lot of people's. And um, I don't know, like I feel like, uh, you know, I will never be a master. Like I feel like the term master is kind of like a weird term to say. Like I feel like I'll always be a student, someone who can sponge information and and learn. You know, I feel like I will never know everything. I'll know a lot, but never everything. So it's like, you know, I, I feel like I'm constantly learning and I'm constantly getting better. And you know, um, every time I drop something, my next goal is to, how do I outdo that video? So right now, um, I'm working on this project called "Don't Disrespect Halloween" Part Four. <laughs> yeah. Halloween video on Halloween and uh, the last three years I've hit it on the date. Now this year um, I'm going to do the same thing <laughs> but it's just like this video that I'm trying to film is a lot more ambitious than like you know the videos I filmed before. So it's like you know I'm really uh, I really have to change how I approach this and that's the thing too it's like I try to go I try to go at things very differently than I did the the last time while also keeping like signature stuffs, like, you know, the vibes, the bounce, like, you know, I, I, I have my signature, but I like to improve around it and, you know, just uh, keep pushing myself to that next level. And um, by doing that, you know, uh, it's, it's really helped. And like, you know, I've been getting like, I've, I've talked to like different directors and actors and, you know, different creators and they just, you know, commend me on like how my videos have like improved over time. And, you know, that, that is a really huge compliment for me because that's, that's legit my goal. So to see people notice that is like, okay, I'm hitting the mark. Um, but like the, the advice I'd give on that even is that I feel like people are so worried about other, other people, other actors, other musicians, writers, and they they take the focus off of what they're doing. It's like everyone's on their own path. If you're walking on this path and success is in front of you, you know what I'm saying? It's gonna take a second to get there, of course. But if you stop and you look over to your left and you see that someone's running, you're not realizing you're watching them running and you're not moving yourself. Mm. Like, you know, if everyone just focused on their their individual path and their goal was legit to just outdo themselves. Just outdo yourself and whatever it is. Like if you're an artist and you make song, your next song, your next song should be better than your last. You should make that goal just to outdo yourself. And then by doing that, you're just only the only way you can go is up because you're just you know you're just making yourself better as a creator in what whatever field that is. So that's like some great advice. Yeah, I love that. I something I I'm really struck by as you talk is. Uh, and we've, we've talked about this a lot, Camille, on, on the podcast is, um, you reference, you know, the, the, the need to believe in yourself, but you also talk about, you know, you also say you don't feel like a master and that you're learning and that you leave your old stuff on your Instagram page, even though it's, you know, from it, from when you weren't as you know, advanced, let's say as you are now. And I, I just always love the reminder um, that I think great artists are both very, very confident, but with a huge amount of humility. And what I love about that is I think that so many of us think 
that those two things are opposites and yeah. that, to, that confidence means you have to be cocky and arrogant, you know, and that humility means that you're weak, but really the two are, are so connected. And especially in people that I think are, are, you know, really achieving great art. And um, so I, I love that reminder. Thank you. I, mm-hmm. um, my, my husband is a um, screenwriting teacher and he always says to um, students when they come to him and they say, I want to create a viral video. He says, mm-hmm. well, let's just stop right there <laughs> because you don't set out to create a viral video. You set out to create something that you're passionate about and that you believe in. If it goes viral, that's great. But to say, I want to make a viral video, you know, is, is maybe not the way to approach it. And I'm just curious as a person who's had a lot of viral videos is, do you agree with that, with that idea? I I a hundred percent agree with that. Like, you know, every time I've made a video, it wasn't in the idea that I'm making this video because I know it's going to go viral. It's like, I'm making this video because I enjoy creating this concept. And I think this concept is so dope and I can't mm-hmm. wait for people to see it, you know? And if it goes viral, it's like, Oh snap. All right. This is, yeah. this is cool. But it's like, even once a video is going viral, I'm already thinking about what's the next video I'm about to do. Because like, it was never uh, the goal to be for the video to go viral. I feel like I'm more in love with the creation of it. Like I, mm-hmm. I truly have a passion for this. And I feel like, people who are in love with the passion like you know that and that's another thing too it's like you know people ask me like you know like yeah you you're getting paid from doing like creating and stuff like that and you know how do i get paid and it's just like that's not where you start you know it's like (laughs) i legit had to do this before money was even an idea you know it was like i was just filming videos because i loved filming videos like now that i can film a video and also make money from it make you know an income is like that's amazing you know like i i am in love with that idea that i can wake up <laughs> and i get to do what i love every mm. day like, i love that mm-hmm. but it's like it didn't start like this and even like and you know i'll say it right now like even if everything was taken away from me like i'd still be filming because this is what i i just i can't i I love this stuff. So mm-hmm. it's like, you know, you have to be in love with the the passion and like all the viralness and the stuff, all that's going to come because people are attracted to genuineness. I don't even know if that's a real mm-hmm. word. Mm-hmm. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Genuine thing. So it's like, yeah. I feel like people see um, that I'm genuine with the stuff I create. You know, they can see that I love what I create. And then since they see that, you know, I feel like that attracts them to that. Like, wow, you know? So I feel like, you know, people should start with just being in love with what they're doing and all the viral and money and all that other stuff. Like if it comes, it comes, but if it doesn't, at least you're in love with what you're creating, you know? So yeah. I yeah. really noticed that. Um, I have a couple of things I want to say to what you just mm-hmm. said, but <laughs> I, I really noticed that with shows, with TV shows, where I, when I leave feeling good and when I leave not feeling good, and I really attribute that, that to what is happening behind the scenes and even with the actors and, and the genuine way in which they're approaching the work. And you can feel it. It's really, yeah. It really is a very fascinating thing. Um, I just wanted to just very quickly say, because not only um, sort of what Jen mentioned in terms of like the love and you're talking about the love, but I also love that you approach your work with curiosity because it sounds like 
to, to, to also incorporate that, that curiosity of like, Hey, you know, how did this work? Oh, okay. That worked. And you know what, this is, this is a signature move that everybody loves. So I'm not going to let go of that. Cause that, that worked, you know, <laughs> let's build on that. Um, and I think that that we, we interviewed a casting director recently and she, she mentioned, um, that when people walk in to the room with curiosity and joy, she is very attracted to what they bring to the table. And I think that our listeners, something that can help them with their content creation is approach it with curiosity and joy and what makes you happy. Because it sounds like everything you include is the stuff that you love to do, that you love that's around you, that you want to incorporate, that's fun. And, and, then, you, and then it translates in your work. And that really is something that people want to see. It's, it's no accident that people want to see what you're doing. So I just want to, I think that that's so interesting because you've mentioned that a couple of times, the curiosity and the joy um, coming from that place. Yeah, I agree. I am sad to say that we are just about out of time, but um, <laughs> Vader, we always like to end by asking our guests, because as Camille said at the top of the show, you know, our, our podcast is um, as much about LA as it is about this business. Um for what we call an LAism, which is something that you maybe have noticed is unique about LA. Um, I like that, you know, like I mentioned before, I feel like LA is a place of dreamers, you know, mm -hmm. it's a place of people who have a goal and they're chasing something. And I feel like I attract people with that same type of mindset because you know, I came from Maryland chasing the dream all the way to L.A. So it feels like there's a lot of people who are here in L.A. who are born chasing the dream here and people who have ran all the way to L.A. to chase a dream. So I feel like everyone around me is dreamers. Like I could talk to anyone and be like, you know, what's your goal? Like, what, what do you want to do? And everyone just wants to do something. So that's what I really love, because it's just like I feel like I'm surrounded by people just like me. So that's why L.A. really feels like home to me. I love that. I love yeah. that. Yeah, it's I, feel, so, I don't so know true. about you, Jen, but I feel very inspired right now. <laughs> I know. <laughs> I do too. I want to go out and look at some of my dreams. Yeah, um, I know. Peter, thank you so much yeah. for, for taking the time to talk to us. I, I think no this is going to be so wonderful for people this to was, hear. This was awesome. Thank you guys thank for having me. Thank you so much. Thanks so much for listening to Speak LA, the podcast. We want to be able to bring you more episodes like this one, but we can only do that with your support. So please take a moment to rate, review, and subscribe to Speak LA, the podcast. For more information on Speak LA, go to ispeakla.com. Our sound engineer is the very talented Dan Leonard of homevoiceoverstudio.com. My name is Jen Jostin. And I'm Camille Thornton-Nelson, and we are the founders of Speak LA. Find us at ispeakla.com. See you next time. Bye-bye. Bye. -bye. Bye.